the 4th of July weekend. How are we looking? The Bill Michaels Show on this Friday. Glad to have you. As you get uh, get ready for the extended weekend. Good weekend coming up. Got racing at Road America, Summerfest, fireworks, parties, parades, 4th of July on Monday. So the extended weekend. Some of you either took off today or you're taking off on Tuesday. Uh, in the meantime, uh, a little bit of fireworks last night with the Milwaukee Bucks, keeping Bobby Portis, making some other deals. Not a bad way to go. Not at all. As uh, they bring the fan favorite back. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know what it was like around the rest of the state, but certainly yesterday, or either early, I should say early this morning, when uh, the uh, the news came on, there was um, a lot of uh, video and audio of the postseason from this past year in which Bobby Portis had a couple of jumpers and the, the place started chanting, Bobby, Bobby. And uh, the fan favorite is now coming back. He is now coming back. Good deal. Four-year four year deal, deal uh, as a matter of fact. And Joe Ingles uh, gets a one-year deal coming out of Utah. He had some ACL surgery, but... He is pretty, he's a big man. He's pretty good beyond the arc as well. So the Bucks adding that piece, that piece uh, also. And uh, Giannis apparently is going to unveil a new Zoom Freak 4 sneaker. Uh, and that's coming up. So a lot of positivity surrounding the Milwaukee Bucks. On the opposite end of the spectrum, the, uh, the disappointment was the Milwaukee Brewers. Not only... Did they let go of a golden opportunity to start off and continue to win, extend the win streak, but start off the road trip in Pittsburgh the right way after putting up seven runs on 12 hits last night? But then they started out with Adrian Hauser going down with an elbow tightness or forearm tightness. Suter came in, gave up uh, a long ball. Uh, Alexander gave up a long ball on a couple of runs. It was not a good night for the pitching staff after Gustav and and company pitched so well the day before in Tampa Bay, came back yet again and didn't look good at all. So, and Pittsburgh just flat out went off yesterday. Went off Perez, couple of home runs, plated three runs, five RBI. I mean, he just he was a one man wrecking crew. Good to see Christian Yelich continue to hit. Willie Adamas got some knocks. Uh, McCutcheon a couple of doubles, driving in runs. You know, Colton Wong, welcome back. Two for five yesterday, looked energized. I mean, if the offense looks like this, they're going to win a lot of games, but a golden opportunity. When we start, when we talked yesterday about what the record would be coming through this road or coming through this stretch of 10 games, we thought seven and three at the worst, eight and two at the best, nine and one. Uh, and they got off to a, a losing start yesterday. So not the best way to go for the Brewers back at it again this evening as well. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm great, Bill. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm still kind of running off the high that yesterday gave with all the news coming down in, right. at the end of the show. Yeah, then uh, that was just it. Then uh, we ended up having uh, yesterday was kind of just breaking news day yesterday. Uh, but the big news coming out uh, of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 was the fact that UCLA and USC are coming in to the Big Ten. Uh, so you've got the, what, second largest market, uh, both teams out of the second largest market, coming into the Big Ten television market and media market, which is only going to increase the money for everybody else. 
uh, which on one hand is a good thing. On another hand, it does begin to change the look, uh, the landscape, if you will, of, of college football. Not that it hasn't begun to change anyway because the erosion started more than a few years ago. But nevertheless, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's big news. No doubt about it. Today we're going to talk with Jim Ozarski coming up about an hour from now. Uh, he uh, works for the Journal Sentinel, covers the Milwaukee Bucks. Bailey Curry is going to join us and Rafa Matos. Why do you go who? Because they're drivers. They're going to be joining us from Road America coming up here. Coming up here in a little bit. So looking forward to that. Uh, did you see, and I'm sure you did, that the 76ers acquired the energy and tenacity of one P.J. Tucker in a three-year, $33 million deal? I did. He is uh, no longer on the market for the Bucks to go after. He is now one of your people, Ben. Are you happy about it? Yeah. I mean, the, pretty I much all of my thoughts have given, and you have given that I agree with on this show, they apply perfectly. I mean, that's a that's a championship kind of guy that you want on your team, regardless of the numbers he can put up. He is, uh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, and then I woke up this morning and, uh, do you follow Mike Clemens on Facebook? No, I am rarely on Facebook. I'm really only on it to message you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to share this over to the Facebook fan page. Okay. Uh And, um, he, uh, (laughs) Mike, Mike is in his backyard, and he has his hose out, and not that hose. Stop. Uh, he does a video discussing different sprays on his garden hose. He's actually, <laughs> I love it. It is so Mike. Mike right now needs the Green Bay Packers. He because the Packers are in a down period right now. So Mike is reviewing a sprayer on his garden hose. It is priceless. So if you have not, um, if you have not uh, checked out Mike's page, or you don't, you're not a friend of Mike's. Uh, go over to the Facebook fan page and see for yourself. It is awesome. I'm watching Just... it now. It might be the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> It that out of all the things, you know, that you can wake up to. And I started to flip through this morning over on Facebook and over on Instagram and YouTube and all the different stuff that has to be the absolute best. It's got to be. It is Mike Clemens. And did you notice in the beginning when Mike does it, uh, it's really sunny out. And then by the end of the video, in in a matter of a split second, it's like it's going into nighttime. But it's priceless. So, oh my God, I love it! Absolutely love it. If you haven't seen it, you got to go to my Facebook fan page. I wish I could share that to other entities, but uh, but he owns it. But that is awesome. So, oh my goodness! I know. Uh, it's, so that's it. I know it's go usually ahead. not fair game to comment on another man's lawn, but what do you think? I feel like the coloration's a little off there. Uh, I think we're all a little off right now. My lawn, uh, I, I cut my lawn. Now, I'll go back and preface this. I cut the lawn uh, pretty short this time because I'm going to cut it one more time before I leave on vacation. So I cut it short so I don't have to. It, it's a long story. I'll just shut up. But it, it's my lawn looks a little bit like that. 
a little bit uh, we have not had in this area uh, a lot of rain. It, most of the rain and the heavier weather and the severe weather has gone uh, north. It's gone up towards anywhere from La Crosse to Wausau through Eau Claire and uh, areas north crossing over to Green Bay. It's pretty much stayed out of our way. We had a little bit of severe weather. Like last night, they kept predicting we were going to get showers and thunderstorms, and this may look severe, and this, and we didn't get anything. I think on the way home, we went to a Kristen Sons baseball game last night. I think on the way home, maybe 20 drops on the windshield, if, if that much. I mean, there was nothing. And it was dark. It was windy. Never got anything. It's pretty much Sheboygan North that got rain, so... Uh, yeah, we're starting to get a little bit a uh, little bit dry down here. But <laughs> Mike giving a review of the different streams. Uh <laughs> it's just it's priceless. Now here's here's the thing. Uh here's the thing. Do you you have to think of the mind what prompted this? Mike got up, I'm sure he was gonna go water his plants. <laughs> and he was going to go spray a little on the grass, and he got to that last setting and went, what the hell? Oh, my God. The, and, and you get, not only watch it, but listen to the audio. It is just awesome. Oh, I'm grabbing the audio. Don't you oh, worry. Yeah, okay. It's just awesome. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> he says it makes a little rainbow. Mike is the unicorn in our lives. He really is. He is just the unicorn in our lives. That's the way it is. So uh, anyway, uh, we'll get into the audio here in just a minute as soon as, as soon as Ben grabs it. Brewers lose yesterday 8-7. to seven. Back at it again to, coming up tonight. Uh, the hope is Corbin Burns is able to kind of, uh, kind of restart, if you will, the win streak all over again. In the meantime, uh, you got uh, the lefty, Aaron Ashby, on track. He's supposed to be activated and come back and pitch on Saturday against the Pirates. Um, but but uh, yesterday, Adrian Hauser left the game with right elbows, t- tightness, stiffness in the third inning. Yeah, he was charged with three runs and two and a third. He said the initial tests taken of the elbow, they're encouraging. He's, he's going to undergo He's coming back to Milwaukee. And this morning, he's supposed to get an MRI. Uh, he did say after the game, while he was still sitting there with the team, he said, hopefully I'll be back in a couple of days just to get the inflammation out there and be ready to go. And, uh, you know, Craig Council went out to the mound, uh, started talking to him, and uh, then the, the trainer came out, and then they kind of felt around a little bit and just said, you know what, let's let's shut it down. Which, uh, look, I, I get it. You want to be precautionary with the stuff like that. Uh, but hopefully it's just uh, – just a little bit of swellness, a little bit of stiffness, and uh, they're able to bring him back and all as well. Sometimes it's just a matter of getting that anti-inflammatory and uh, getting it in some ice and being good to go there. So we'll see what happens. But he has not pitched well his last few outings out, so hopefully that's all it is is just some stiffness and such and then kind of go from there. Uh, okay, let's do this. Before we go to break, I got, I, I got to go back to this. I am fascinated by Mike Clemens and his ability to take the most innocuous crap and make it into something. So our own Mike Clemens, who right now is searching for anything to report on because the Packers are, are down right now. This is the, the quiet time in the NFL, short of the, uh, the, the testimony, if you will, of Deshaun Watson and the arguments on both sides for his case. Uh, it culminates today, and now we wait and see what the NFL is going to do. Until the, the teams come back to camp, 
There's nothing else to talk about. So Mike Clemens went out to his backyard, got his garden hose out, and has the sprayer on the garden hose as he uh, begins to observe what it does at its different settings and then gave us the complete synopsis. Take a listen. Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. This is Jet. That's good. Soft wash. Little rainbow there. Clean. That works. Yeah. Garden. Do the flowers. Rinse. This one's called 90th birthday. <laughs> the 90th birthday is like some kind of spit up dribble. <laughs> I don't know why I'm fascinated by what I am. Oh my God. Oh, that is hilarious. It starts off with a jet. It's like a stream. I mean, just a hard stream. And then he gets into the different ones. Oh, little rainbow. Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. This is Jet. That's good. Soft wash. Little rainbow there. Clean. That works. Yeah. Garden. Do the flowers. Rinse. There you go. Yeah, rinse. This one's it called off. 90th birthday. Dribble. If you haven't seen the video with it, go over to my Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show, and you can find it over there. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to. Got a lot of uh, guys to talk to today. Jim Ozarski, Journal Sentinel, coming up in about 45 minutes. Bailey Curry is going to join us uh, about an hour and a half, hour, almost two hours from now, actually, uh, now that I think about it. And Rafa Matos uh, coming up in the last hour of the program today. All drivers up at uh, Road America or both drivers up at Road America, talking about the road course and about what's coming up this weekend. You've got the Xfinity Series racing tomorrow, NASCAR Series and the big boys in the 250, Quick Trip 250 coming up on Sunday. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the program glad to have you on a friday the bill michael show we continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at bud light they are the official beer sponsor of the bill michael sports talk network and back at it again next wednesday night wednesday night live is back almighty vinyl rocked it you saw it over on the facebook fan page uh the video as uh they had uh i think it was like a record crowd out there on wednesday night and if the weather's good next week, it'll be just as good stop out and see it for yourself it's all brought to you by our friends at bud light the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Uh, celebrating Bobby Bonilla Day. In case you don't know what that is, maybe you're too young to remember Bobby Bonilla, who he was with the New York Mets. Uh, today is the day we all celebrate to the beginning of the 4th of July. We get close, seeing the All-American dream play out in living color. Uh, you got 4th of July fireworks coming up and such. For Bobby Bonilla, 59-year-old Bronx native, six-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger Award winner, and 1997 World Series champion, played 16 years in the major leagues. So what's he so famous for? Today, the paycheck. The Mets are going to once again cut Bobby Bonilla a check for $1,193,248.20. Something they have been doing since 2011 and they will continue to do it 
and this is longer than I thought. I said yesterday until like the end of the end of the decade, nay, nay, 2035, Bobby Bonilla will be 72 years old when he receives his last check. Bobby, B- Bobby Bonilla and the Mets, they are embracing the contract just because they were so stupid to give it to him. <laughs> just, uh, I still can't believe that they did that, but it is what it is. Bobby Bonilla, the contract that keeps on giving out of the Mets organization when they fell on their damn head and out of their damn mind. I mean, I you know, look, hey, it netted them, you know, a solid player for a long period of time, but uh, I don't know about paying it till 2035, but that's what they do. That's what they do. Uh, hello to everybody over on the Bud Light live stream. Glad to have you on board today, Sean and Footballer and Rick and everybody else. Um, yeah, uh, Rick says, hey, Bill, now whenever something is either weak or pitiful, you'll have to say 90th birthday. That was way too funny, there you, I, which I agree. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. The, the Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. <laughs> Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. Just, uh, can you imagine him picking that out like at Ace Hardware, Ben, and going, hmm, there's a video in this. I just wonder oh. who was taking it and what the conversation was like. I That's a great question. Hey, will you watch me squirt my hose in the backyard? <laughs> you know what you got to do? We got to call Mike. We got to see if he's even available because that's just hilarious. That shit was just like, what What the hell? He's just out of his mind. It's fantastic. Oh, 877-867-1670. That's phone number. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, you can do so. At Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. Or at Ben Z. Kenny. Producing the show today. At Ben Z. Kenny. You can also find us over on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Subscribe for free on YouTube. For free. Go to YouTube.com uh, slash uh, Bill Michael Show, and you can find us there. And you can also find us on Twitch TV as well. Really, really good stuff. But, oh, God, that's hilarious if you haven't seen it on Facebook. Good God. Uh, this is from uh, Yonkers Dave, who says, uh, Bobby Bonilla, one of my favorite players of all time. It was well worth the contract to see them hoist a trophy. Uh, he has been an all-star and continues to be an all-star and do many things here in New York. Great show. Love listening to you from the Big Apple. There you go. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for listening there, too. How'd you find us? That's what I want to know. What do you like, uh, you know, a, a, a Mets fan or a Bobby Bonilla fan, but uh, a Closet Packers fan there? Let me know. Would love to know. Uh, what else do we have here for you? Got a lot of, a lot of stuff today. Uh, just weird stuff. Joe says, uh, heading up to Road America this weekend. Uh, looking forward to the Xfinity Series tomorrow. Where are you guys going to be? Uh, Brewers peed away a good, well, he didn't say that. It actually peed down the leg, so to speak, but didn't use that language. Uh, and a golden opportunity last night. Uh, hopefully they rebound. Uh, but all the injuries to the pitching staff is the training staff now becoming a concern. These forearm tightness and elbow tightness issues are starting to alarm me. Um, no, not really. Cause they pretty much, it, it, it's cyclical, you know, it, it just is, it runs 
where for a year you'll have maybe one injury. Last year they were a pretty healthy rotation for the most part, pretty solid. And then all of a sudden this year you've got just these nagging injuries. It just happens. It is what it is. You know, uh, it it just it it just uh, look. I don't. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, the training staff is at fault. Sometimes it just happens. Pitching is weird because very rarely do you get a pitcher that rolls through their career pretty much injury-free. Very rarely happens. Very rarely happens. So I'm not, no, to answer your question, Joe, I'm not too concerned about it. Uh, as far as being up at Road America, yeah, going to be there. Heading out, to, heading out today right after the program. So looking forward to it. I, you know, we'll be cruising around at some point. If you see us, say hi. Say hi. Might have to hit the burger bar. Uh, what is that? Uh, what's that cafe right there on Main Street, right up through the uh, the middle of the uh, the middle of the infield uh, on that main main road right there? I can't remember what the name of it is. Like Breaks or something like that, or Gear Jammers, or I can't remember what the hell the name of it is. But love to go there. And then there's obviously the Lions Fest that has the corn on the cob, which is fantastic. And they only have it until it runs out. Once it's gone, it's gone. They shut down. So up there, uh, just before you come up to uh, the uh, main straightaway on the last turn. That's good, too. So you'll find us in both places. For sure. For sure. Uh, Zach says, uh, hey, unit, can't believe that uh, Hauser went down with an injury. Ashby's coming off of that type of an injury. You've had Woodruff with an injury, although it's not the same, which uh, I wanted to caution you because he had a high ankle injury and then the Renaud's disease, which is something completely different. Uh, He says, I'm not alarmed about the training staff, but it does concern me with so many guys going down. Are they all watching each other do certain training exercises, and therefore it's costing them uh, some arm issues? Zach, nobody's gone down for other than Peralta, who had the strained shoulder. Okay, that was a shoulder issue. Ashby, forearm. Then tightness in the elbow with Hauser last night. And remember, Woodruff originally went down with a high ankle sprain. And how that specifically happened, I'm still not positive. It just, all of a sudden, his ankle hurt. So... If it was all, you know, it's kind of like when the Packers get hurt and suddenly you see these soft tissue injuries and it's hamstring, 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 hamstring. Then you can say, okay, something you're doing or not doing is causing these injuries. These are all different. You know, one's an elbow, one's an ankle, one's a shoulder, one's a, one's a forearm. These are all different. So I, and just in, in Major League Baseball, it, it is very, very, very rare to have your entire staff go through a season without an injury. It is one of the most stressful things in sports you can do is throw a ball 95 plus, 90 plus miles an hour and then torque your arm to give it a spin rate that will cause the ball to break down, break up, break in, break out, whatever, to be able to manipulate a baseball in that particular manner while doing it with enough capacity in snap in your arm to get it over 90 miles an hour. It, it's one of the most contorting things the body can go through. That's the reason pitchers break down. Because, and I hate to say this, but go back in the day. There weren't a whole lot of pitchers back in the day that were throwing nine innings consistently that were throwing over 90 miles an hour. Back in the day, it was it was a lot of junk, but they weren't wailing it the way they do today. It just, it, it, it just doesn't happen normally that way. So, anyway, uh, to answer your question... I just, uh, I, I just, no, I, I don't have any, com- put it this way. The fact that guys are coming back, I think you give more credit to the training staff than you would 
had guys not been coming back and going down with the exact same injury. If that makes sense. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Pindell, a quality machining manufacturing company right here in our own backyard. That is Pindell. If you're looking for a career, not just a job, and you want to work for them, they're paying top dollar right now. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. If you're a company that wants to work with or needs the services of a quality manufacturing and machining company, I highly recommend you stay here in the state of Wisconsin and you do it. Go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. Pindell.com or get a hold of Tony and Bill over there. Good guys and great to work with. That's again Pindell.com. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. He has his hose out. Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. This one's called 90th Birthday. Oh my God, that's awesome. You know, statistically not great, I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> oh, good gracious. Welcome back to the program. Ben Kenny doing uh, yeoman's work when it comes to editing the program, as uh, we, <laughs> we talked about. Uh, Mike Clemens, if you haven't seen it, the, the video's over on the Facebook fan page. Go there and check it out. He rates... A uh, a new uh, a new hose uh, you know sprayer with different settings and oh my god it's just it's just priceless. Don't wear it's... good underwear because there could be some seepage and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Jeff, by the way, says uh, extremely funny, and he's got the same sprayer. Um. Andy says, we need a list of things that Mike Clemens can review. I'll pay for that. We should do that. Every day, we uh, or once a week, we get a, a different object that Mike Clemens can review. Ben, that, that's not a bad way to go. I like it. I think we might have to draw a line of uh, the objects that he can review before we cross into something that the porn bots would be proud of, but I'd be all for it. <laughs> You went right there, didn't you? <laughs> oh, what's bad is, is it gave me immediate imagery. <laughs> it just did. Mike's in his backyard with an assortment of adult toys. You know, he has his hose out. <laughs> you should have never said that. Oh, my God. Can you just see Mike very serious? I'm Mike Clemens. Look at this one. Oh, that's that's getting across the table. I might get away from you. You better be careful. <laughs> just, oh, man. God, that's awesome. I think we do it. I think we give Mike an assortment of things. We buy, like, four things, and we have it shipped to Mike's house, and uh, and then Mike reviews it once a week in video. That's that's the best. I think that's what we do. The first thing we would have Mike review. What if you're going to have Mike review something? What would it be? You know, what would it be, man? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a shot, uh, <laughs> Michael says. What about the sham wow? <laughs> Can you see Mike just spilling stuff all over the house? Wow, wow. Wow. 
That'd be awesome. Uh, Peter says, uh, getting back to the Brewers, by the way, uh, Peter says, uh, not happy with the pitching staff right now. They seem to have good days, but then more bad days as the losing streak can be perpetuated by bad pitching. As we all know, this team wasted a golden opportunity scoring seven runs yesterday and a good outing by Andrew McCutcheon and Christian Yelich as both continue to hit the ball. McCutcheon was something to prove in Pittsburgh and they blew it. He says, oh, well, happy 4th of July weekend. Thank you very much. I, uh, I, I, I'm not that down, and maybe I'm reading more into the emotion of that than, than what should be. But I'm, uh, they blew, they blew a golden opportunity. I'll agree with that. When you, when you see games like this, especially towards the end of the season, you're kind of like, ah, oh, oh man, you could have had that one. You know, you you could have had that extra game or two or, or five or whatever it was. You know, you would have had that little bit larger lead, that little little more breathing room, something like that. You know, that that I understand. That I understand. Last night, they lost a half game. Uh, Cardinals did not play last evening, so they lost a half game. There's still a game up in the, uh, in the division. Had they won, they would have been two. Instead of the game and a half, they would have been two. So, yeah, golden opportunity missed, no doubt. UCLA, UCL, uh, USC applications to join the Big Ten, excuse me, uh, they have been accepted. The Pac-12 says they are extremely surprised and disappointed by the news. Meanwhile, the landscape continues to change within the Big Ten. you got two large schools out of the second largest media market in the entire country now coming into the Big Ten. Bringing That's the majority of the reason, Ben, why they did this. Notre Dame remains the independent as uh, teams continue to kind of shuffle themselves from conference to conference looking for the better monetary deal. How is this going to affect Notre Dame by the time it's all said and done? We talked about it yesterday. Either Notre Dame is going to become stronger because of their own, we'll say, NBC network, or if, say, my assumption is that anything with Notre Dame, you're going to have to work out. Tell This was the question posed to me yesterday. I was listening to uh, a radio station uh, yesterday back uh, from Cincinnati, I listened to a buddy of mine, and uh, he was talking more about UC Cincinnati moving over to the Big 12. But uh, he had a good point. He said, if you are a media market like the Big 10, are you going to turn the television rights from Fox over to NBC if you want to play Notre Dame or vice versa? And you think about that, if Notre Dame starts losing out as the SEC gains power and the Big Ten gain power, if Notre Dame begins to lose out because those uh, those games against powerhouses within those two divisions, in those two conferences, begins to become a television rights battle, unless you're going to sign up for one-on-ones, um, Notre Dame may find it a little more difficult to schedule some of those bigger games. You know, because Notre, you know, NBC doesn't want to give up one of those big games against USC or against Michigan or against Ohio State or whomever. And they SEC doesn't want to lose it if Notre Dame decides, hey, we're going to go play Alabama or we're going to go play Georgia. We're going to go play LSU. And that big game against Brian Kelly, SEC television wants that. CBS wants that. NBC doesn't want to give it up. So do they not schedule it? Do they find scheduling issues because of the argument over who is going to control the rights to the game? Unless it's just flat out a one-and-one over the next couple of years, but that means eventually you're going to have 
uh, you're going to have uh, uh, Notre Dame and NBC lose a few games. 877-867-1670. Then again, Notre Dame wants to be on television each and every week and the highlighted game. So now we see what happens. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. But Notre Dame, I just don't think they've got much... Do you think Notre Dame has many more years to stand pat and not entering the Big Ten or the SEC? Hmm. I think it's tough. If they want to stay independent, they can do it. They're probably the only brand that has the power to because they Mm -hmm. have, as you have talked about, their own media deal. I think if they do join anybody, the SEC doesn't make much sense culturally. I feel like it's going to be the Big Ten or the ACC. But Notre Dame beats to their own drum. Unlike USC, which wanted to get to the Big Ten because it felt like like it needed what the Big Ten could bring, every conference right. needs Notre Dame. So they kind of play their own hands. That's why I think right. it's so hard to predict. Like Oregon is probably going to go to the Big Ten and Washington. There was an, right, exactly. There, there was an interesting article that talked about uh, the, the money now that's going to be garnered. And when you look at, and they bring up Vanderbilt and Northwestern, both teams are going to make $80 bucks annually from the SEC and the Big Ten in those television rights deals that they have. Notre Dame makes $15 million from NBC. $65 million less annually. They make 10 to $11 million annually from the ACC, and they get a $35 million uh, share, um, depending on uh, if the number of games played and such like that, uh, uh, as independent in other areas. But 55 million reasons, they say, annually, Notre Dame will soon have a conference membership. That's the reason. Because they, they, they as the, the article says, Notre Dame's NBC contract wants the gold standard of media rights deals before the boom of media rights deals over the last two decades leaves the Irish woefully on the short end of the media rights revenue, and it expires after the 2025 season, the same year the college football contract expires as well. So the longest standing obstacle for Notre Dame in the Big Ten marriage, as well as the ACC deal, has been NBC's contract. Notre Dame wants to keep the NBC deal. For years, Notre Dame had the ability to decline conference overtures because of the NBC contract and because the Irish were the biggest property in college sports, bigger than any other conference. Today, gone. Nowhere near the biggest entity. The only thing that is bigger than the SEC and the Big Ten is Notre Dame's ego. That's it, which garners you no money. None. It is what it is. The contract numbers speak for themselves. And there's no way in hell NBC is going to pay them $80 million a year. No way that's going to happen. No way. Any addition of uh, Notre Dame for the SEC or the Big Ten will increase the projected $80 million annual payout for each conference. That's Notre Dame's sales pitch. Adding Notre Dame as significant value to the current SEC or the Big Ten 16-team format. That's how Notre Dame's going to try to keep the ability to sell its home games. So we'll see what happens, but at some point, no. And I'm look, I'm all for it now. Before I didn't want Notre Dame anywhere near the Big Ten. 
I couldn't stand Brian Kelly other than the fact that maybe he would come in and actually get his ass kicked on a daily basis. That that I looked forward to. Other than that, I wanted nothing to do with Notre Dame. Now that that clown is gone, part of me wants to see them go to the SEC because I'd love to see Notre Dame on an annual basis just whoop his ass. However, it makes logistical sense for Notre Dame with Indiana and Purdue to enter the Big Ten. It just does. It just makes sense. They're as close to Ann Arbor. They're as close to Ohio State. They're as, they're as close to, to Northwestern, Illinois, Indiana, Purdue. They're right smack dab a dot right in the middle of all of it. And it makes sense for Notre Dame to join logistically, travel schedule, monetarily, everything that the Big Ten has to offer. It makes sense for them to come here. Not because I'm a pimp of the Big Ten, just because it just legitimately makes sense. It solidifies what is that upper Midwest. And it would then bring in, and this is one of the other reasons, it would then legitimately bring in the Chicago television market. Because there are so many, so many Chicagoans who are Notre Dame fans in that area. And it it would be a boon. So you would bring in the third largest media market in the country, more so with Notre Dame. So everything but New York. New York is not following Rutgers. New York is following other entities. They don't don't give two dams about Rutgers. In that uh, that Maryland area, they don't care about it anywhere over there on the East Coast. It's who cares, okay? Penn State's got a bigger viewership. So I, I just, this would bring in the second and the third largest media markets if they could get Notre Dame to then add as well, that'd be huge. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Hit us up. Thoughts on all of that. Coming up after the top of the hour, don't forget, our buddy Jim Ozarski of the Journal Sentinel is going to join us. We're going to talk about the moves that the Bucks made. Bobby Portis, fan favorite, is back on a four-year deal. Glad to see it. Bobby deserved it. He's a, a guy that is just he just loves Milwaukee. Loves Wisconsin, traveling the state, all that it has to offer. Glad he is back in the fold. Hey, a reminder, if you're out and about this weekend or on the 4th of July, great place to go. If you're going to head out on the boat on Okachi Lake, they have the fireworks. Stop in, take your boat on over to the docks right there at Smoke on the Water. Go upstairs, enjoy a meal. Out on the deck, enjoy a meal. Or downstairs with the garage doors open up right next to the lake and enjoy a meal, enjoy the view, enjoy the boats, enjoy the breeze, enjoy a beverage. Great place. Joe and Ellen are just spectacular people. And uh, go in and tell them we said. So we might even see you over there. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Maybe come Monday. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Might even see you over there. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. I know this weekend what's going on. This weekend, Monday... I know what's happening. Uh, you got that right. It is going to be a uh, grilling season as you're probably going to be uh, heading out to a grill somewhere near you. Whether it's brats, hot dogs, steaks, Al Capone roast, whatever it is, check out our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats down in Waukesha. Go to Robert's Specialty Meats, Waukesha. 
Com. They have those stuffed mushrooms, ca- mushroom caps. They even have some beef jerky and sticks and fresh fruits and produce and such. And uh, you can't forget about all the cheeses and all the stuff that they pre-make and stuff made right here in the state of Wisconsin as well. And it is all available at Robert's Specialty Meets Waukesha Sunset Drive down there in Waukesha. Again, go to robertspecialtymeetswaukesha.com. That is Robert's Specialty Meets Waukesha. Dot com And uh, tell Paul Robert and his whole staff, happy 4th of July, and you're looking forward to, uh, to a, doing a little grilling. A lot of good stuff down at Robert's Specialty Meets Waukesha. Uh, like I said, coming up after the top of the hour, going to talk with Jim Ozarski of the General Sentinel. Uh, Bucks making first night of free agency. Boom. Clock strikes, and bam, deals are being made. We'll talk about it coming up here after the top of the hour. Stay tuned for that. Jason says you add Oregon and Stanford to the Big Ten. Then you got the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West. You're going to be good to go. Without a doubt. Uh, Mike DeCourcy of the Sporting News says the Big Ten wants to get even bigger. Who are the most attractive candidates for expansion at this point? Uh, if they can't find members who fit the conference profile and add to its athletic reputation the same way UCLA and USC did. But those will be announced as soon as uh, the 15th and 16th uh, of Big Teners. The conference all but literally will stretch from coast to coast. It's five miles from UCLA campus to the Pacific Ocean. Rutgers, 38 miles from Point Pleasant Beach. And if you want to get away from the Big Ten, those are your hot spots to head to. Our buddy Mike DeCourcy, the number one, the number one sought-after team to come into the Big Ten now. We just talked about it, that being the Fighting Irish. When the Irish flirted with the Big Ten back in 99 before ultimately declining to join, it was believed the hard feelings that lingered from the episode would prevent the league from ever considering such a rejection again. Uh, that was long enough ago that most involved on both sides are no longer to the decision makers, and Notre Dame too valuable to just let go. Uh, except on their own terms, which means no football, which means the Big Ten would not be interested. So if Notre Dame tries to stay independent but wants to come into the Big Ten for everything else, the Big Ten would say, nah, baby, nah. Another sought-after school. Think about this, Ben. The University of North Carolina. Oh, I thought about it. Yeah, they have everything. I've also thought about Duke. And since Coach K is finally retired and not coaching on the sidelines, I would welcome Duke into the Big Ten. That would be fun. So Notre Dame is is the prize piece, but North Carolina would be a consideration. They have everything the Big Ten wants. It would give Maryland more company in the East. It dominates the fan base in the state whose population has grown from 6.5 million to 10.5 million in the last year. It's got the American Association of Universities affiliation right there, and it's understood to be an essential to entry as well. And what it also has is a contract with the ACC that grants its media rights to the league until 2036. Everyone in the ACC agreed to that. Uh, some have expressed the opinion, though, that these deals can be escaped. But if that were the case, the Longhorns and the Sooners would have been in the SEC then yesterday. So unless the Heels want to pay an exit fee to receive no money from the uh, ACC media rights for 14 years, or unless they've got some magical formula that no one else has discovered, being a part of the ACC would appear to be their future, but would be a team that uh, the Big Ten will be interested in. Then you go to Oregon. Oregon is a team. We've all talked about that. Obviously, their football program. What Oregon does not have is people. The population of the state is 4.2 million. Every other Big Ten expansion, even back to Penn State in 1990, was driven by gaining access to larger television markets. Portland, the number 25 market, is that big enough to really fit that requirement? Uh, Or 
they say, is that close affiliation with Nike, which headquarters just outside of Portland and the company founder, Phil Knight, would that bring the Oregon alumni to bridge the gap monetarily? Now, Washington uh, is also an interest. Kansas would be an interest in the number one thirty one market. Eh, not quite sure if that would be something that they would want to do. Um, and then there's uh, obviously uh, Stanford and Cal. Uh, going back to the Aaron Rodgers days, Cal football made eight bowl games in nine seasons. There's some thought there as well. This is all coming from Mike DeCourcy, who writes for the Sporting News and for the Big Ten Network. But those are some of the considerations now that you got USC and UCLA both coming to the Big Ten. But number one would be Notre Dame. You have Oregon. You have Washington. You have Cal, Kansas, Stanford. All of those schools could be looked heavily at by the Big Ten to bring them into the conference. So I don't think we are done just yet with the uh, with the Big Ten and their growth. Not by any stretch of the imagination. And you, maybe it's sooner rather than later for some of these other schools to make the jump. Who knows? Coming up next, a, uh, a night of monetary uh, windfall for a couple of players in the NBA. Some of them right here in our own backyard. Going to talk about it. Going to talk about it. That's coming up. Stay tuned. Jim Ozarski from the Journal Sentinel is going to be here. By the way, one of the things we talked about uh, earlier in the week has also now become a not-so-top-10 play of the week. And they have now been publicly shamed, and rightfully so. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. Stay tuned. One hour down, three yet to go on this Friday edition. Heading into the... Holiday weekend of the Bill Michael Show. We'll be back right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.